This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome back. Welcome back to the NBM Show. I'm Ty's your host. I'm flying solo today, keeping these episodes going through duck season like I said I would. I have, I will say I have missed a couple times, but I have done better this season than I have done the last two, three years. So trying to keep them rolling, uh, doing a lot of recaps of the hunts. And I wanted to start out real quick and let you guys know, as far as the YouTube channel goes, I'm starting to, I know when there's a gap in videos, People start emailing me, DM me, Facebook messages, all kinds of stuff, asking, hey, what's going on? No more videos this season, yada, yada, yada. But look it. Um, I, the last several years, just basically try to kill myself and try to get everything, answer every YouTube comment, answer every DM on Instagram, answer every message on Facebook. And that's great. And, and I always want to do my best to respond to people, but like... Believe it or not, I actually do have a life outside of this. And what the problem was is I'm not very good at managing both. So I was pouring everything into all this, which is sometimes what you got to do to grow uh, as far as YouTube and podcast goes. And then you let other things that are more important, believe it or not, uh, slip, <clears throat> such as family, uh, personal health, uh, job, all these other things that really what pay the bills, right? So... Um, I've decided, like, you know what? I don't have to do that. I don't have to kill myself. I don't got to take away from family time to reply to comments and this and that. Like, I'll take the time once a week, once every two weeks, reply to emails, uh, reply to messages on Instagram, such, so on and so forth. So anyways, uh, that all being said, it's a long way around, like I always do, to say videos have been getting stacked up. I just started editing two days ago. And I got 
I'll just say, well, I better say three. I want to say five. Three for sure hunts on the back burner, and I think five. I really do think I, there's five in my cache of videos that I got to edit. Pretty much got one done out of five. Got four more to edit. One I'm like debating on. It's just because it's like, it's pretty rough. And usually I don't really care, but like, <clears throat> I don't want to uh, punish you guys <laughs> for clicking on it. It's that bad. <clears throat> but I mean, it's reality, right? It's That's how duck hunting is. So I don't know. We'll see. I'll probably put it out, but... What I was wanting to do is give you guys an update and let you know probably the middle of December or so that I'm going to start dropping like two a week. That should take all the way till the end of January because that's uh, hunt videos just take a nosedive after that. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, duck hunt videos just take a nosedive after that. So I've just, I think I've done a lot better on just staying. I don't know. I've been enjoying my hunts a lot more. Let's put it that way. And I haven't videoed a lot of hunts. And I enjoy, I do enjoy videoing hunts, but like when I, when I make myself think I have to do every hunt, that's when I'm not enjoying it anymore. <clears throat> and that's exactly what I stopped doing. So it has been more enjoyable. So I would say you're listening to this on Monday. I would say by, wow, next week's 15th, actually next, not this uh, Thursday, but next is the 15th. So uh, two. Four, six, eight, ten. 12. I don't know. Maybe it'll be. It probably will. I'll probably put one out next week and then start doing it two week after that. Plus Christmas. I don't know how much people are going to watch YouTube during that week. Maybe I'll skip that week. I don't know. But anyways, sometime by the end of next week, mid next week, we'll start dropping hunts again. And uh, quite a few in the backlog, and hoping to make some more soon. But whether we do or whether we don't, yeah, we'll see. So that's really all I wanted to say about that. Just kind of give an update on the YouTube videos for hunts. We are still hunting. <laughs> Whether I do YouTube or not, it's gonna never going to change that. That's not why I duck hunted <clears throat> because of YouTube. Um, me and Nathaniel and Morgan had an amazing, well, I think it was, a uh, really pretty cool goose hunt. And uh, that will be somewhere in two, three weeks too. That video will post. And uh, there were some bonus birds in there. I won't say what that is. So that was it was it was pretty fun, honestly. So I think you guys will probably enjoy that. And then um, just now I'm going to go into some things and talk about uh, my favorite pieces of gear this season so far. I think I kind of do that like midway. And if I already did, I apologize. But um, it's kind of nice just to put this down in the notes for my own personal self, like coming back later on, you know, but I'm going to go over that. Uh, one thing I did want to say first is it's funny because I have been shooting my 20 and 28 so much, um, that I shot my 12 the other day hunting and I actually felt off with it. I wasn't paying attention to the kick. It wasn't nothing like that, but it was just like, wow, I've, um, I think it was my lead because some people are like, eh, you know, feet per second don't really matter. They don't make that big of a difference. Yes, it does. Absolutely does. Now, if the bird's coming straight at you, you know, right in your face, obviously that doesn't really matter. But if it's any type of side shot, crossing shot, it definitely does make a difference. I promise you that. But um, it may be unnoticeable to some, but if you really pay attention to that stuff, it does. But I part of that is what I think was I was feeling off is just like the lead and stuff. Um 
But anyways, yeah, so I should have made a video. I'm just kicking myself. I think we talked about this already, but I was using my 28 gauge on a hunt and it was mainly till. And I don't, don't ask me why it's the stupidest thing I've ever done is we were passing all these till up. Um, I don't know why I was doing that. I mean, I know we were expecting some more bigger birds, but like we could have been limited out in 30, 45 minutes. I mean, gone. I had my first limit with my 28 gauge. Instead, I was a knucklehead and just didn't do it. But anyways, whatever. It is what it is now. So I have not officially had a 28 gauge limit. Uh, yeah, I don't think I have yet. Uh, been close, but I've, I think I've hunted it with it three hunts, four hunts. And believe it or not, here's what's insane. I've only been on, I looked at my records, I've only been on 13 hunts this season. And like for me, that's like, I'm way behind like what I normally do, like way, way behind. Like normally I think I would be like mid-20s, high-20s right now. Um, I don't know. And I, I, it's not because I don't want to go. It's because that work training I did was two weeks. That took me out of state for two weeks. I missed a big chunk of hunts that I was going to, I planned on doing. I missed another week. So I think I missed three weeks in November and like two or three in October. Like that's bad. And so that killed me. I mean, that's right there. That proves I'd probably be another nine to 12 hunts. I would have been, so which would have put me right where I normally would be. But yeah, I just I guess all that makes me feel a little off. Don't feel like I've shot a lot. Uh now when I have hunted, I haven't I don't believe I've got skunked yet. Yeah, I haven't got skunked on any of those 12 hunts. Actually, my bird average per hunt's actually pretty good. So that's kind of cool. Uh cuz sometimes when like if I get the I'm hitting the 50s in the amount of hunts I do a year, I definitely will have several skunks, right? Like cuz you're just putting tons of time in and trying new things. <clears throat> so I've made them count this year. But uh, let's go into my favorite pieces of gear this season. Um, and my first one, I just wrote down, I wrote these down real quick, is the Final Approach Akuta Red Hoodie. It's uh, a lot like the waffle-like style shirts that the military gave us. It's very, very similar. And those, if you have ever worn those, ever been in the military, they're very good. Work very good. Keep you really warm. Dry quick. There's just multiple things about it I really like. I like how it feels on your skin, like on the inside of it, the material that it is. <clears throat> and uh, I really like that. Um, the hood, and I'll, I'll dig into why I like it. The hood. There's some sick of pieces that the hood is like, like sh for short-necked people. Like, it pulls down on the top of your head. It's like, I don't know why they make it so short. And I mean, trust me, I don't have a long neck or... You know, I just don't that that would make me make it fit like that. But a lot of sick of stuff does. A lot of their hoods is a little too snug for my liking, and I know for several other people I know. But final approach makes it perfect. There's a lot of like slackness in there where you can turn your head left and right, up and down. It's not kind of feels like it's pulling on you. It's really warm. I would uh well I say really warm. I would compare it to the Sitka uh midway zip tee. And believe it or not, I've always said that midweight zip tee is like wearing like a thin hoodie, but with majorly less bulk. So if that tells you the quality of that final approach grid hoodie, um, so I really like the hood. It's got the thumb holes when you're putting jackets and stuff on. It's uh, they might call it quarter zip. I want to say it's like half zip, and uh, it's just comfortable. <clears throat> oh, it's got uh, 
kangaroo pockets on it. But if you're wearing waders, I mean, you're not going to put your hands in there anyways. But yeah, I just like it. Like, And I like the colors they have. They actually have a solid brown color, which I wear a lot. They have a timber, and then they have, uh, I think it's Max 5 or something like that. Maybe it's Max 7. I can't remember. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I really like it. Quality piece of gear I've worn almost on every hunt. No issues, no fraying, no, you know, uh, balling up or anything like that. Washed it three or four times, which normally I don't wash my hunt stuff that much, but... It's gotten washed. Um, my next one would be uh, the FA File Approach Decoy Gloves. Uh, the Branta Gloves, I think. The Branta Decoy Gloves. And, man, those things are clutch. When you're riding a boat, and I think maybe we have talked about this, um, not necessarily when you're not driving, but when you are driving, uh, my left hand or Tom's left hand, we're driving our left hand's over on the throttle. <clears throat> and, man, oh, man. Huh. <laughs> When it's like 20 degrees, I promise you, your hands, you won't be able to feel your hands. You'll barely know if you're squeezing that throttle or not. And those things, uh, like I said, 20, 20 degrees or 15 degrees driving that thing with, you know, a 20, 30 mile an hour wind chill, no problems. No cold hands or fingers. Uh, then when you're doing decoys, your hands are in the water getting completely submerged. And they, I like it because it almost comes up, depending on how long your forearms are, but it almost comes up to the bottom of my elbow. So you can really dip your hands in the water, not worry about it running up or getting down the other side of the cuff. Um, there's pretty good dexterity in it. Honestly, it's not bad uh, as far as dexterity goes. Um, yeah, other than that, I mean, just like I said, I think it's 100 gram insulate or thin insulate. And believe it or not, the shorter ones that are waterproof, but they're not decoy gloves or just regular gloves. They're actually 200 grams, so they're actually warmer. I haven't tried them on, but they are, <clears throat> anyways, their decoy ones are really good. And I'll tell you this, my buddy just ordered three sets for him and his boys, basically for doing decoys or riding in the boat and all that. So I promise you, I don't, I don't throw nothing out there or put nothing out there unless I completely have put it through the test and believe it myself. Uh, throw this in there. A lot of people have been asking about the uh, <clears throat> the Sitka waders. No, I will not be doing any more. As far as I know, I'm not going to say never, but I won't be doing any more Sitka as far as right now updates, waiter updates, because there's no point. I'm what, How am I going to make a whole video about the same thing I did on the first video and the second video? It's like nothing's changed. They're They're just the same. Some asked if I had sent them in. Yes, I sent them in. I did episodes on that about how good they took care of it and didn't charge me a dime. There's nothing to talk about. I mean, maybe if I hit the 10-year 10 10 mark with them, I'm like, hey, I hit 10 years. At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. 
For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. to go with like just full-blown redneck on these fish. This is like high-tech cane pole fishing right here. From the white sandy beaches to the crystal blue waters, enjoy the best fishing Panama City Beach has to offer during Chase in the Sun, Sundays at 9.30 a.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. With these Sitka waders, and the way things are going right now, I don't see, there's no reason why I couldn't hit 10 years, honestly. Just, it's uh, it's the third, fourth season. I think it's the I've had sick waiters for four seasons. This will be my fourth season, but I think this pair for three. This will be my third season with this pair because I had the nine larges and it was just too tight and small. So I went to the ten XL, which ten and XL is a little baggy. I might have been better if I would have had the ten large tall, but I don't believe they make it in that. If I remember right, they don't have a large nine extra large or anything like that. So that's why I went with that. There's a little excess of material on mine. But not that bad. <clears throat> um, so anyways, yeah, I won't be making any more videos until maybe I hit the 10-year ten ten mark with those same waiters. Then I, I think it deserves another video. Um, the next one is the Sitka Duck Oven. Believe it or not, you're like, oh, wow. You still like Sitka? Yes, I do. And there's really no gear out there that beats it. There's bits and pieces I grab from and I like, and I just grab what I like, and that's what I use. But the Duck Oven, Thomas owned it for a whole season before I did. And personally, when I was looking at it, I kind of thought, like, that's a little bit of overkill. I don't need that. And I made it fine. Also, I was using the Gradient, Sika Gradient hoodie, and then the Midway Zip Tee under that, and then, like, a light T-shirt under that. And then if it rained or it was even more cold, I'd throw on the uh, Delta Waiting Jacket, which that's not really for warmth. It's to keep you dry, but it does hold heat in because it's a, you know, uh, Gore-Tex layer. So, yeah, <clears throat> that duck oven, man, I've been in negative five so far, so I've tested it down to negative five, and I have stayed toasty warm in my core. By far, for sure, one of the best cold weather jackets I've used. And it does, it's not waterproof, but it definitely does bead water off. Excuse me. If it's not too heavy. Um... Zipper still works great. I've had that one for two seasons. Is this the third season? Maybe I did just buy it last year. I can't remember. I'm always like a year or two off. It's usually longer than I say it is. Everyone tells me that like, dude, that was five years ago. And now you're saying it's two. <laughs> um, uh, next on my list, and they don't... Uh, work with me or nothing well i mean sick it doesn't either you guys know i don't care if they do work with me or not but i will say and i really do want to work with them it's just it's just been a hassle like working with some people is just not fun they just <laughs> they drag their feet or whatever but i really like uh back down south clothings hats hoodies shirts like more so anything than their their hats if you want a really good solid hat and oh by the way See, I'm all repping all these other people. I'm not even talking about our own stuff. We are back up. The website is back up. I need to write that down and put that in the show notes. Website is back up, and it's midvalleym.com. Go check it out. There's some merch that we've never done before, some colors we've never done. 
there's not a lot on there right now, but there is hoodies and some other stuff. So you guys have asked, we want to support whatever. Hey, go check it out. Midvalleym.com. All one word. And you can see what we got. And it's a print to order. So it'll be made and shipped right out to you at the time of order. Uh, anyways, back down south clothing. I really like their hats. They're, uh, I would say they're flat build, but they're not really because if you like to curve it, you can definitely curve these. They're not that kind where if you don't like flat bill, I kind of, I'm not really like flat bill, flat bill, if you know what I'm saying. Like I got a fatter, thicker head, fat face. So wearing those old school, like I used to just curve them in big time, like I used to when I was young and skinny faced, I can't do that anymore. I look like an idiot. So, but I like these. It just fits the shape of my head really good. You can wear them all the time and it doesn't hurt your head or like cause like hot spots or sore spots, you know, just some hats do that cheap hats. These are really good made quality made hats and I like them. They're simple. Like the one I'm looking at in my closet right now is just a Drake Mallard on the front. It's a stitched embroidered Drake Mallard and it's like a, like a smoky gray, not smoky gray. I'd say like a charcoal gray hat. And it's wax hat. I love that. So you can hunt in the rain or whatever. And then just their colors, like their their browns, like tobacco browns. They use in their hats and their jackets and stuff. It's it's nice. I just like I like their hats. So I definitely have several of their hats. Um, that's one of my favorite hats that I wear for duck season right now. And lastly, and I'll end with this is the heavy shot ammo. Um, I've shot heavy twelve, which that that ammo is ridiculous, but it is expensive. Uh, heavy bismuth, heavy metal, uh, heavy hammer. I used to shoot heavy steel. I don't really shoot there. You can't really find heavy steel no more. Um, and that's pretty much it. And I will say as much as I love heavy 12 to be more on the realistic side of shooting more expensive ammo, I'm going to stick with heavy bismuth. It's just, it, you can make a poor shot. But it penetrates, it gets due to the vitals, and sometimes I've seen birds like, okay, I hit them, I didn't make that good of a shot, and they're flying off. They'll fly another 100 yards and drop stone dead because it's going into their vitals and their organs, lungs and heart and all that stuff. And it will kill them even if you make a bad shot, bust through. And it's funny because I've seen people talking about finding shot in their birds. It's funny because when I shoot with heavy metal, I'm, I'm sorry, heavy bismuth, like bismuth load, I never find shot in my birds. I do not find it. I'm not saying I never have, maybe a few times, but like hardly ever compared to when I would shoot still. You'd find it midway through the breast or you'd find it on the outside of the breast or you'd find it down by the bone. You don't do that. Like, I, unless I'm mistaken, heavy bismuth's literally passing clean through. That's why it's so deadly. And uh, anyways, love that ammo. So that's definitely going to be my top pick. And if I had a preference, I I kind of almost like speed over weight. I know some people have a different mindset of that. <clears throat> I would like I like the uh, I believe it's the ounce and a quarter, and that goes fifteen hundred. Whereas the in, uh, ounce and three eighths is fourteen fifty. But the ounce and three quarters, I'm sorry, ounce and a quarter is fifteen hundred feet per second. That's I'd say that's my favorite load. I do like fifteen hundred. I don't. I guess I've shot fifteen hundred for some years. I do like it. Now, when we start getting down to the, like, 28 gauge, we're sitting, like, a, I think, excuse me, 1350 for the heavy 12. Or am I reading that wrong? I think it's 1350, and then uh, 1400 for heavy bismuth. 
on on us 20 gauge yeah so for the heavy 12 which that's all i've got it for the 20 gauge is heavy 12 and that's 1350 one ounce load which is pretty crazy uh three inch six shot and then for the 20 gauge i'm shooting uh one and an eighth ounce load, fourteen hundred feet per second, three inch six shot. Yeah, some someone was asking me the other day about, you know, what shot size, and I'm like, man, six shot. And they're like, even with still, I'm like, well, still, I do use and have used for years as four shot, but I'm not afraid to use six. But uh, for sure, there's no way I'm using anything more or less than six shot for bismuth or any type of, you know, like tungsten or anything like that, for sure. In fact, if I could find it, and I think there is a company out there that makes it that high, I would totally shoot nine shot uh, with heavy 12 if they if they made it. Um, I know when guys are shooting TSS, they are shooting nine shot, and I know heavy 12 is not, it's 12 grams per cubic centimeter, whereas TSS is 18, so it's a huge difference. But I would definitely not be scared to shoot nine shot with heavy 12. Stuff's deadly, lethal. But anyways, that was all I wanted to talk about on this episode. Give you an update on YouTube videos and goose hunt coming up. uh, Multiple duck hunts. uh, Just kind of getting back with the 12. And then favorite pieces of gear this season so far. If I really wanted to dig in, I know I can make a whole episode and tell you some more. One of the things I really like is they're on Amazon. It's 13 bucks. You can get these goggles to ride on if you have a boat. Because, man, and when it's really cold, your eyes can't really keep them open. You're tearing up so bad. And then I also wear, like, um, uh, what do they call those things? The little furry hat you wear over your head for real cold temps. That's a clutch when I'm driving the boat. I definitely, if I'm the one driving it, I want that thing on, man. Keep you warm and... uh Anyways, yeah, so that's it. Stay tuned for the videos, I guess, next week. And uh, I hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving. Christmas is coming soon. It's our all of us waterfowlers' favorite time of year. It's funny because I didn't think, you know, I, wasn't, I like Christmas music, but I don't go turn on myself. But now it's almost like the point when I hear Christmas music, I love it just for the fact that I know it's my favorite time of year. And I'm sure it's your guys' too. All right, guys, have a good one. Good luck this season. Hope your season is going well. We're about halfway through. And uh, make the most of it. And we'll see you guys on the next one. <laughs>